Yay! Happy New Year, y'all. I, I hope you're celebrating at home in your pajamas, which is where we all should be because there's like this, they, they got this pandemic going on to paraphrase one of the best Coen Brothers movies. Uh, I want some gopher, Everett. Uh, yeah, so let's get this going. The best part of doing a podcast is 2022 Pandemic Avenue. Infection rates are higher and a happy new year. This is Red Leg Revolution and this is a filler episode. Well, shit, I probably shouldn't have said that out loud. I probably should have. Fuck it, I I, I can cut it in post, right? If I realize it's there because I half-ass my post. Not really. But given the fact that a lot of times I will spend hours over-editing stuff, I consider I half-ass my posts. Speaking of, I I hope that my new setup here is going to get us uh, some better audio quality in the future. And I apologize for technical difficulties, but being part of the proletariat broadcast on a very limited budget, I do the best with what I've got. Anyway... Today we're going to talk about ringing in the new year and touch on some COVID-19 stuff. First off, like I said at the top of the episode, I really hope your plans for celebrating the new year are to stay home. And given the fact that a lot of you probably will go out and mingle, I totally get it. Please act like you got COVID, even if you're vaccinated. Like tomorrow and quarantine and stay home. There are a lot of cases going on in the Kansas City area right now. My friends list, albeit a thousand or so people, is a relatively small sample size, but there is a ridiculous amount of people on my friends list who are dealing with COVID from mild to, you know, severe. And a lot of them, most of them are vaxxed. Most of them are boosted, and they're still dealing with the effect. And obviously, the more people get sick, the more a potential for a mutation that's virus-resistant because of science and all that. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a scientist uh, passing fancy I've got, but not anything professional. So, yeah, if you're going to go out, let's just COVID tests and masks and the whole nine because despite what we want to pretend as a society this this thing isn't over you know we still have very very far to go to where this is safe which is well we'll we'll touch on it first off let's get it straight fuck any expectations or like what i achieved in 2021 vibe i mean totally do it if that's your thing I'm not mad at y'all at all. I know a lot of you are spiritual folk, and that's going to be part of your closing of the year or whatever. But you know what I mean. Like, we, we, the idea of a, that we as a culture have to achieve shit any year, especially during both a climate catastrophe and a deadly pandemic, is just asinine to me. So, you know, take it, take it easy on yourself. You survived, and if that's all you did this year... Well, I'm proud of you for that. If you did more, I'm proud of you for that, too. 
our production, but our production doesn't equate our value as human beings. And that's a battle I think a lot of us who have internalized capitalism like fight on a daily basis. I think all of us have felt the guilt when we try to relax and let our bodies and minds rest, kind of that, oh, but I should be doing something. And I'm here to tell you, as I will frequently, that that is self-care and that is important and you cannot pour from an empty vessel. So sit your ass down with some video games or hop in a tub with a good book or, you know, go throw Molotovs allegedly at, I don't know, financial institutions. I, I probably shouldn't say shit like that. That was a joke, just so we're clear. Joke, okay? Joke. Um, but whatever, whatever helps you relax, you don't have to produce anything. And when you rev- kind of look back on your year, don't beat yourself up if you didn't get a whole lot done, you know? So, and I'm all for setting goals in the new year. I'm all for setting goals, like, all the time. Goals are fucking dope, and we, you know, all should set them and strive to achieve them. They're the first step for change, and I think we all know how I feel about change. But in terms of societal expectations, and I'm going to get real cynical here for a minute, so if you're in a happy place, you should probably pause right here, put down the phone, maybe put on some happy you know, bouncy music, and come back when you're more pissed off. Because it's not going to get better in a lot of ways. The Biden administration has made their feelings clear, especially during the spiking cases that everyone knew was coming after the holidays, that no more relief will come from the castle. Let them work sick was the best meme I saw today over a picture of Marie Antoinette. Given the CDC's reduction in quarantine time from 10 days to 5 days, that's not really a surprising take there. That's not to mention the end of federal eviction protections, stimulus payments, and the Democrats allowing cinema and mansion. Wait. Wait. Cinema and mansion. Think about that. Cinema and mansion. A fucking movie theater and a bougie, ostentatious house are holding up fucking relief for the working class? What... Jesus Christ, who greenlit this script with such generic names? I mean, I guess Biden could almost just be, like, Joe White guy. At least they went and changed that. Basically, the Democratic-controlled federal government has hung us out to dry, and things are about to get a whole lot worse. Well, I'm working on an episode in Season 2 that touches on this a bit about how the rescind of the eviction moratorium spiked a bunch of houseless folk because, you know, there was no protection. There's no federal pandemic assistance, not that half of us got it anyway, between being erroneously flagged for fraud or not qualifying because capitalists don't care about all workers or, like me, just never got paid. I'm still waiting, Missouri. Where's my fucking money? Come on. It's almost a year to the date, man. You guys got like two weeks and it's a year to the date. There's no mask mandates at any level of government that are even being attempted at being enforced. Quarantines are being shortened for some reason. Hell, the only thing the Biden administration did was extend the student loan forgiveness program until May. Okay? And the only reason they even did that was because they realized we were on the fringe of a revolution. I wonder if they realize the situation isn't going to be any better come May 1st, but that's just me. 
And it's ironic that student loans are going to start up again on International Working People Day, also Loyalty Day, but we won't get into that again. So, and I really don't appreciate people coming at me and pretending like it's only the unvaccinated who are getting sick, and it may be that only the unvaccinated are, or not only, because we'll get into that, but mainly the unvaccinated are dying, okay? Like, because it doesn't make sense to me. First off, half my friends list has holiday COVID, and all of them are vaxxed. Side note, very clear, this podcast is very pro-vax. Go get your vax, get your booster. But at the same time, can we as a society at least go back to pretending there's a pandemic going on? Without even getting into the morality of the train of thought that, like, let the political opponents die of disease, and how dangerously close to ecofascism it is, let's talk about those who aren't COVID patients, okay? Let's talk about those people who fight on our side, all right? Let's talk about, like, basically how ableist that attitude is, okay? People who can't get a bed when their immunocompromised status causes issues after they get COVID because we didn't lock down again, or people who have an inflamed appendix or kidney stone or whatever, but can't get help because all the hospital beds are full. Like, maybe they got vaxxed, they did the right thing, but now they're at a threat of dying because we, again, pretended like the pandemic was over, okay? So... And finally, I know some anti-vax people, and while I don't agree with their choice to remain that way, I know a lot of them are on the fence and teetering toward it. And you know what's going to probably stop them teetering toward eventually getting the vaccine that could stop the pandemic? The fucking attitude that everybody seems to have of just let them die, okay? Like, I get it's not a choice that that we make and that it's same people make or whatever you know however you want to frame it but in the end it comes down to bodily autonomy just like abortion just like drugs like and everybody should have the right to make that decision and if you want to make fun of them that's cool that's fine but let's not enact policies that will kill them okay because they see this callousness and it makes them go oh okay you know they they double down on the conspiracy theories and stuff. And I'm not just talking about Trump people, okay? I know people on the left who still won't get fully vaxxed because they also, for some odd reason, don't trust the government, you know? Like, and by this attitude of just letting them die, we are also alienating a lot of our, you know, comrades who who are immunocompromised or have other medical complications to where they are at danger. So... Like, maybe in 2022, we stop being so callous, and we try to reach across and bring these people in, and, you know, like, I mean, I'm going to make fun of them. You make fun of them. Like, I get it, but the big thing is, is drop the attitude of let them die, okay? Like, I think that's, that's a bad thing. And plus, if they all die, if all the fascist assholes die, including the you know, higher up, well-known people promoting these conspiracy theories. Who who are we going to put against the wall post-revolution? It's not a fun revolution if we don't get to put people against the wall, right? <laughs> so let's, let's talk a little bit about the strange weather we've been having, huh? As I write this, it's about 40 degrees outside. Tomorrow, New Year's Eve, when I'm recording this, it's going to be near 60. New Year's Day is forecasted for snow, sleet, freezing rain, and a high of 15. It was 70 degrees on Christmas Eve, y'all. Remember that cold snap in the late winter of 2021? 
When Texas Power Grid went down, we had calls for power reduction nationally and rolling blackouts cruised through your neighborhood while Menards still had their entire light display, not Christmas lights, lights, you know, to sell, lit up. We had to turn our power down, but corporations got to run theirs. But yeah, you can expect more of the, more of the same in the coming year. But maybe, just maybe, we'll finally get that alien invasion I keep hearing about. So, trade-off, I guess? Texas passed the abortion bill. Expect more like it in 2022, especially after the Democrats lose their majority because of their planned ineffectiveness during the pandemic. Soon, it'll be pockets of blue states where people can get services, and since those facilities are already underfunded, they'll have to reduce services with the influx of reproductive refugees. Expect a wave of Marjorie Tyler Greene types taking power. Y'all thought Trump was bad? Wait until the Senate and House have a majority of 45 dick riders passing laws that legalize running protesters over with Mack trucks or shooting them with a cannon or something. Hell, fucking Shittenhouse is being fought over by the right. Not whether he did a horrible murder, gracious, no, but who will get him as an intern in Washington? Yeah, that's a thing that, some, that happened for some reason. What the fuck? To be honest, I'm having a little trouble remembering what shitty stuff happened this year and what was last year. Oh, yeah, remember when a bunch of insurrectionists tried to overthrow democracy, egged on by a bunch of rich people? And how literally none of the rich people who fomented and pushed this plot are facing any real threat of punishment? Remember when the sitting president encouraged a rebellion? The left can't organize a rebellion, but Shaman QAnon clusterfuck and his friends can. Comrades, we really need to step up our game. And... The funny thing to me is the fact that it was to protest the color change of red fascism to blue fascism. It's been a hell of a year. Let's take a break from all this doom and gloom and talk about some awesome stuff you should consume in 2022. Nothing beats cool podcast or free stickers, am I right? We'll be right back. Capitalism sucks, but Revolution Records, Kansas City's old school record and bookstore, is part of my community. When I'm in Kansas City and need a book or a copy of a local band's album, I go to Revolution Records. Revolution has a great selection of posters, books, records, tapes, and zines. Plus, they repair music and sound gear. That's pretty dope. Most importantly, Revolution Records is part of the community beyond being a small business. The staff does a great job maintaining an inclusive, accepting, and respectful atmosphere, and they also are active in making Kansas City a better place. Community fundraisers, workshops, events, and meetings all have taken place at Revolution Records, and that's just the stuff I was involved in. So the next time you need a new record to spin or your speaker breaks, go check out Revolution Records, located 1830 Locust Street, Kansas City, Missouri, or at revolutionrecordskc.com. And we're back. Like I always say, this show isn't for shooting down hope. So what good things happened last year, and what good, well, what's going to be good about this coming year? Five words. Bernie Sanders in a chair. Besides the moment, which I think summed up the working class views on what we knew was going to be a shit show of a year, there were other great things. And, like, that was this year, very beginning of this year. It's been a long year, y'all. First off, we saw a resurgence in union organizing in 2021. Burgerville, America's first fast food union, signed their first contract. Starbucks got a union. The workers at Kellogg's and John Deere went on strike and got concessions. 
The workers at Frito-Lay also showed big corporations the power of working folk. And people are noticing. In Bessemer, Alabama, Amazon workers attempted to file for union recognition and were thwarted by illegal and dirty union-busting tactics. Since Amazon broke the law, though, they'll get another shot at that unionization vote. Here's hoping that they make it and unionize the first Amazon distribution center, followed by the rest. Yo, we're coming for your space money, homie. It's been a good year for unionized workers, and I see no reason why that trend won't continue. It's also been a good year, to a degree, for low-wage workers. By now, we've all heard some tale or another of no one wanting to work anymore. Crews at Dollar General, Taco Bell, and many more went viral after posting handwritten notes on drive through menus and storefronts, saying, They don't want to pay us a living wage? Well, we don't want to come in. People are leaving the service industry in droves because of harassment, lack of benefits, lack of respect, and low pay, which in turn is putting pressure on raising the wage across the board. I find it striking, pun intended, that for all the talk over the past 10 years in Congress, all it takes was a bunch of us to say, well, now I'm not doing it. Management and corporations have ran us roughshod over the past 30 years. Now it's our turn. And that's another trend I could get behind. Also, jorts the cat happened. So much shit happened this year that I'm just calling it the year jorts and Jane appeared. If you're not following these library cats, I feel bad for you. I've also seen the same spirit of mutual aid I saw initially during the early stages of the pandemic make a comeback. I see my friends shuttling food, supplies, and sundry to those quarantining. I see people making donations, giving rides, and assisting in myriad other ways. This pandemic may destroy this country, but it's bringing those in our community, our actual community, closer together and closer to realizing our power. As for me, I want this show to grow in 2022. I'm hella stoked to be finished with the first season, hopefully here really soon, and start to get into the actual logistics of building a new society on the ashes of the old. You know, things like food and sexual health and shelter and firearms like, I totally want to do a podcast uh, episode while out in the middle of nowhere shooting guns. Like, you know, I think that would be cool. More field trips in 2022, but only to individual individuals' houses and outside because I don't want to spread the Rona. So it's going to suck. I'm going to have to do all these interviews remotely and shit, but I guess it'll be the inspiration to figure out how the hell to do a Zoom call and record it, and that'll open up a whole new variety and world of people I can call and be like, yo, you want to be on the show, homie? I know I got some people out on the West Coast I'm looking forward to having guests in a future episode, so that's that's on my list for 2022. I also want to grow this year personally. I want to grow emotionally, intellectually, and honestly. I want to forge new friendships, maintain the ones I have, explore, hang out with my kids, and talk with my comrades. I want to be the change that I want to see in the world. I want to live life like it's the only one I got, this year and every year. As for y'all, I wish you a happy and healthy new year. And allow me, please, to shoot my favorite blessing ever. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sunshine warm upon your face. May the rain fall soft upon your fields. Until we meet again, 
may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. I hope to be back with some regular shows within the next week or so. In the meantime, I'm C-Dubs. This is Red Leg Revolution. And you can find us wherever you get your pod crack. Um, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify. If we're not where you get your podcasts, let me know. And I will try to see if we can get there. So, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, social media. So our social media at everything is pretty much Red Leg Revolution, except for um, Twitter, which is Red Leg Pod. So, yeah, like us, follow us, share, subscribe. Y'all know how this this podcasting, disruptive media game works. You help spread the word. We get better listenerships. Y'all get better listening quality content, yada, yada. It's a numbers game, and there's rookie numbers. we got to pump those numbers way up. By the way, uh, like I said in my holiday greeting, big shout-out to all my listeners. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for helping validate my, I don't know if validate my opinions, but validate the effort it takes to document them. <laughs> so, Happy New Year to all my friends, family, comrades, colleagues, well-wishers, near-to-wells, organizers, activists, artists, pretty much everybody in my sphere. I hope you have a prosperous, and that doesn't necessarily mean money if that's not your thing, uh, and wealthy and happy, happy 22. And remember, our only hope is each other. So I do have an outro tonight. I have a little rendition of Auld Lang Syne. So, yeah, check it out. I'm out to go put on my jammies and boot Skyrim up, because, you know what? I It's all been one big year for me since, like, 2018. So, anyway, I'm out. Peace.
This has been a 419 Media Production.